Okay, let's talk about candles for a minute. Do you know that almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years? It's insane. That's why I think it's really cool that Notes candles exist. They're working to eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel over and over again. It is super easy. The candles are made with fragranced wax beads, so all you do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar and fill it up with the wax beads and enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours. The Santal and Atlas Cedar scent is like this woodsy calming smell. It's so nice. And they have oat milk and balsam berry, vanilla and pepperwood, pistachio and rose water, and a total of 13 really great options to choose from. Be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Right now, notes is giving our friends 15% off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using the code that sounds fun. Just use that code that sounds fun when you're placing your order. That's that sounds fun at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Down in your car to your home Every week it's something new A deep talk or an interview She'll make it laugh, she'll make it cry When it's dark out, she's a light When you're down, get your feeling right Oh man, that's some fun Hi friends, and welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm so happy to be here with you today. Today on the show, one of our favorite people is back. How are we this lucky to have a January full of our favorites? He is such a wise and thoughtful voice who helps us navigate politics. Also, a member of the Hall of Fun, just like our guest last Thursday, John Mark Comer. Michael is also part of the Hall of Fun. His new book, The Spirit of Our Politics, comes out tomorrow. It is such a good read, you guys. It is so helpful. It is so balanced. I, I think it's a really perfect resource to help us prepare for election season, especially when even bringing up the word election may cause some different emotions in a lot of us. Stick with me. Don't give up because this is about elections and politics. Stick with us. Through this new book, Michael is giving us a way to look at political involvement that's rooted in the teachings of Jesus so we can approach conversations with humility and healing instead of bitterness and division. This is a great episode, and Michael's new book is a great book to order for your pastor, your spiritual leader, the people you are hoping will be voices for you during this election year. Send them this podcast episode so you have a conversation to start with them. Send them a copy of The Spirit of Our Politics. What a great book for people to read through right now as all of it is kicking up. So I'm really thankful for Michael and Melissa, his wife. I'm thankful for their friendship and I am really happy he's back today. So here's my conversation with Michael Ware. That sounds fun. Michael Ware, welcome back to That Sounds Fun. Hi, it's so good to be back. Total honor. Okay, listen, yes. I got to tell you, we have a big announcement for you. Okay. This is technically your sixth episode, which means you are in the Hall of Fun, my friend. Look at you oh, right there. Michael Ware. This is amazing. You're in the I Hall love of it. Fun. I Five love episodes, it. it gets you in the Hall of Fun. So far, there are only three times four is 12, 13, 14 people out of over 800 episodes. It's an honor. It's You're an honor. You're one of 14. So glad. Also, Dave Barnes and Santa Claus are on there, so that may be a double, but you know. Yeah, either yeah. way, either way. Uh, thank you for the way you've invested in our community over the last 10 years. I'm just so, so grateful. Well, th- thank you. I mean, we're going to, uh, I, I, and I mean this sincerely, um, uh, my conversations with you and because of you know, like through that, my conversations with your listeners have, I don't know if the work I'm doing now would be shaped in the same way without mm the opportunity to be involved in this ongoing conversation 
um, with with that sounds fun about yeah. the the important kinds of issues and topics we're gonna discuss today and that that I work on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm really really thankful for you. We as we are in our tenth year of the podcast, we're starting the show different, and we are saying because the show is called That Sounds Fun, let's start with what sounds fun to you, yes. Michael Ware. What sounds uh, fun to you right now? So, uh, I w- I've always been intimidated by, so first I used to be intimidated of making fresh pasta entirely. Uh, now you're a pro. But then I was intimidated of like filled pastas, like okay, making tortellini, okay. making ravioli. But that is the new frontier, Annie F. Downs. Is it? So, uh, we started this year, Melissa, um, uh, would complain. So for a few years, I tried uh, having lasagna be our Christmas tradition. And Melissa was finally like, I don't like this. Um, Oh my gosh. uh, And so we, I decided, yes, (laughs) I decided this year I was going to try and do tortellini in broth. And uh, to my surprise, it was like a smashing success. So I'm like, I'm hooked now. So that sounds fun to me. And it's great with our girls. Uh, it gives them all kinds of little things that they yeah. could do. Uh, yeah. And so, so yeah, that's, that's my, that's my little hobby right now. Yeah. Have you ravioli yet? I have. I've ravioli. And do you have the little rolly thing that goes along the edges? And yes. Makes it- and it is oh, the so coolest, cool. <laughs> the so coolest cool. device. Nothing, <laughs> nothing better has been invented since. Ever. No. Uh, ever. Um, and <laughs> it, you, there is such a sense of satisfaction uh, yeah. doing the little roller. Um, yeah. Now, what I also have is like the stamp, but I haven't used that yet. But you can yeah. do like the stamp. But oh, I, I man, like it the does roller. All four sides. I feel like Wendell Berry uh, uh, when I'm when I'm using the roll. Right. It feels very agricultural. <laughs> I was thinking of uh, the main guy in the bear. I feel like when he yeah, makes that, ravioli, that he too, does it. That would that yeah. would be more. That would be, I guess, a more direct comparison. But Tell for my Wendell much, Berry fans yes, out there, they'll they'll go. You nailed it. That's exactly right. Um, how much did you and Melissa love the bear? I just feel like that is y'all's kind of show. Um, it. Melissa turns to me during one episode and she's like, um, I understand so much about you now that that sort of um, p- people watch it. Um, and, and even me, even though this is my background, a lot of people report watching it. How how much anxiety the show promotes with all the yelling and crosstalk. And Melissa's like, uh, Michael, I feel like I'm at Thanksgiving uh, with your family, um, and it's it's true. It's just like a very, I mean, the episode where it was the flashback at his sort of Italian family, um, which was a heartbreaking seven fishes, episode. Unbelievable the seven episode. fishes, exactly yeah. right. Um, but but uh, but yeah, I, my family wasn't, of course, exactly like that. But sure. but my blood pressure. Rose watching yeah. the show and uh yeah yeah no it's a, and it's um it's a brilliant it's a brilliant show it's and brilliant. um and and right oddly um oddly touching even though it is yeah. such an ab- they don't like sand off the edges it is a somewhat like abrasive yeah. bracing show um yeah but yeah no, I, I, like I think because I'm naturally such a loud person and I struggle to be an interrupter, I love it. Because I'm kind of yeah. like, oh, I can, let's go. Just keep yes. talking over each other. That's what I think is great. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. Have y'all watched Drops of God? No. No, oh. I don't even know what it is. Oh, my gosh. It's this uh, sommelier, this like okay. big wine guy dies and he leaves his, um, he has a incre- like millions and millions of dollars worth of a wine cellar collection, a wine collection. And he, when he dies, he leaves the collection to his daughter, who he is not in relationship anymore, and one of his students at the wine school. And they have to compete for it. Okay. And it's in French and Japanese because he lives in Japan now. So you have to like pay attention. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It was my watch after bear. I'll check it out for sure. Drops of God. It's really, I mean, it's a it's kind of an unbelievable. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I think you'll I, like it because it's got it, it's Italian feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was at a restaurant and um, 
just last month and the table next to me ordered one of those bottles where like they won't decork it like they get like hot metal and burn off like yeah, the bo- and yeah. I got to watch it and I felt like I was getting I felt almost like should I chip in for the like because this is a privilege just to see yeah, you know yeah, it yeah, taking yeah. place yeah. um it was so cool and I did not give them any money I I yeah. I, I, I stole I stole that yeah, experience yeah yeah. yeah 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 one of the things we share so deeply that a lot of our friends listening share is like Give me a good experience with food. Like, let me see. That's why I love the bear is like watching that one episode. I think it's called Forks, maybe, or Spoons. And it's it's him working at that really fine dining. I mean, I live for a fine dining uh, experience, even if it's I, I, I like the experience as much as I like the food. Yes, I don't need to eat. Like that's like, it. That's it. I don't is, need to eat. And this was my my grandmother would watch me eat. And wouldn't eat anything at all. And she got so much pleasure out of yes. just seeing someone eat food that she had lovingly prepared. Yes. And I just, the, 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 yeah, there's just something ab- uh, about it that um, that 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 speaks to me. Annie. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we're just ready for the feast of the lamb. That's what we're, <laughs> yeah, we're just that's ready right. for the that's feast. Right. The Lord right. knew yes, He's going to let us sit next to each taste. other, you and me and Melissa. Literally, yeah, that's right. That's literally right. a foretaste. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. yeah, yeah huh. <laughs> Oh, well, listen, the other, let's let's jump into where we are. Y'all's yeah. podcast that full disclosure is on the That Sounds Fun Network because I was dying for y'all to be on our network. Yeah. Um, yeah. Will you talk about the, the rhythm of that show, especially here we are, 2024, an election year that people are, a lot of moderates are dreading. Yes. Yes. And so what? talk a little bit about where we are and what y'all's rhythm is for that show. Yeah. So we do... Uh, 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 every weekend we do a long form that's Melissa and I talking about issues of the day, uh, bringing our experience to bear and also doing it in the context of our marriage and the fact that these are the kinds of conversations that we have when the recorders aren't going. And, and, you know, we're also very upfront with the fact that the podcast gives us an opportunity to have a 45 minute conversation together when yeah. with two toddlers, uh, it's a rarity. And so <laughs> we love doing that weekend episode. We, we love doing, uh, we'll do topical episodes. I also love doing listener Q and a episodes. Our, our audience is so wonderful. And, and, and I love such those too, Michael. Questions. I love your Q and a episodes. They're so great. And, and we, we, we love that. And then Mondays through Thursdays, um, we do something called the morning five, and that yeah. is uh, typically five to seven minutes of prayer, scripture, and then uh, uh, going over the top three or four headlines that will shape the day. So we usually, the episode's usually live at like 3 a.m. So you could start your day. We know we have a lot of listeners who are parents who listen to it with their kids. It's like a good um, entry point into um, praying with your kids as you send them off to school. And I think, you, you know, it's, it's, it's brief. It's a good way to just uh, get a sense of what some of the headline items are. We don't go in depth. There's not really opinion uh, in in it. It's really just headlines. The main point I'm trying to send with that, and the rhythm I'm hoping to like build up, and the confidence I'm hoping to build up, is we want Christians and we want our listeners to know and feel confident that God is not intimidated by the news of the day. That they could yeah. bring their faith um, the, to whatever challenges or opportunities the world is facing, and that God is not absent from those challenges and opportunities. Yes. Yes. And so, and so, so yeah. So that's the podcast, and we, um, I think, we're just about to hit four hundred episodes. It's um, unbelievable, and where it's been so much fun uh, partnering partnering with uh, TSF. Yeah. Well, it is, I will tell everybody, I could not give it a higher endorsement. I listen every day. I mean, I, I, I've almost got the, um, 
prayer at the end memorized. <laughs> because you always do the Lord's Prayer by, not Tim, is it Tim Keller? It's no. Willard. Willard, Willard so, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. Duh. Dallas yeah. Willard. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, I mean, it, it is so helpful to me because I listen to the three political shows I listen to every day, or politics adjacent, if they don't, yeah, if they would yeah, not yeah. like me to say they're political, is The Daily and yep. Daily Wire, because those are both coming from two very yep. different points of view. But yep. I, So I like to hear both it's of them great. every day. Yep. And then y'all. <laughs> yeah. Because y'all are right. kind of my like, now we recenter yeah. to yeah. what is, let's talk about scripture. Yeah. Let's hear scripture. Let's pray together. But these four stories, y'all very rarely give an opinion about these four stories. You just say, hey, you need to know that Utah is voting on something that is yes. actually going to matter in every state. So yes. you need to know yes, that's yes, happening yes. today. And so I'm just, I'm such a fan. Well, you know, I'm such a fan of you and Melissa, but I am mm. such a fan of what y'all offer. And this year feels like the year that yeah. people need to get in to a political show that yeah. is, a, 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 even though humans grounding make it, and yeah, yeah, that yeah. is grounding and as unbiased as I, I experience it yeah. to be unbiased. And so- yeah. I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Appreciate it's that. beautiful. So yeah. what if I was like, so thanks for coming, everybody. Go listen yeah. to where we are. <laughs> Have a great day, Michael. But the bigger fun is people, everybody's hearing this today on Monday. And tomorrow your new book comes out, The Spirit of Our Politics. Yeah. How do you feel? I, you haven't released a book in a in a month of Sundays, Michael Ware. I, uh, I'm, I'm really excited about it. It's a book I wanted to write for... For a long time, the yeah. the book, um, the the book uh, uh, applies and draws on the ideas of Dallas Willard. Um, I had no idea he was so them. political until well, I read. It's yeah, your book. I mean, so it's and it's um, what I'm tr what I hope the book does is uh, give Christians, pastors, and others. A vernacular that is m more at home and natural for the church from which then we can enter and talk about and have yes. an exchange with politics. I, I think one of the reasons why Christians feel so disempowered and embattled and just nervous about our political life is because we've accepted this idea that somehow like our language, our resources aren't up to the task. And so yeah, if we're right. going to talk about politics, then we we need to like be looking at the polls every day and we need to take on a whole different kind of language. When yes. my experience has been that the, uh, Christianity itself offers tremendous resources that our politics desperately needs. And so, so that's yeah. what, that's what the book tries to tries to do. It makes the case that spiritual formation into the likeness of Christ is is central to the health of our politics. Yeah. Yeah. I told you this when I was reading it the first time I was in an airport and I am very good. I mean, I read 10 books a week, five books, five to 10 yeah, books a week sure. for podcasting. Yeah. So I'm very good at reading every page. Yeah. And I, I remember I texted you, I was like, hey, I'm supposed to read every page. You are making me want to read every word. This is going so slow. <laughs> I have a rhythm and you busted it. You busted yeah. my rhythm because yeah, I yeah. wanted to read absolutely every word. I mean, just look at how much I've marked it up. I mean, just every folded down page is everywhere. Yeah, so yeah. It, it, I love it, Michael, because, and I'd love for you to speak to this. I consider myself pretty moderate, yeah. and but I do have some opinions, but I'm pretty moderate politically. And I am, um, I am so frustrated at the extremes yeah, and how popular the extremes are. And because both of them say, if you're a real Christian, Yes. Comma. Yes. Then you would never vote for. If you're a real Christian, then you would never. If you're a real Christian, yes. you don't vote for Biden. Right. If you're a real Christian, you don't vote for Trump. That's right. And then you're like, that is so unfair. Yeah. Yes. So, so I mean, the spirit of the politics is off to me. Is that true? Yes. Like in general. Yes. The the the, the problem is, um, so much of our politics is wants us to treat our political opinions as our religion and it yes. wants us to baptize our political opinions but for those of us who have frankly like if you just pay attention you just realize how fallible even the, the opinions of political experts 
are, the people who do this and have committed their lives to political sure. ideas and getting this policy. And then they, they achieve what they wanted to achieve. And the, the year after they're going, well, that didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. Um, right. And so I think there's just a sense. We know that we need to be engaged in politics because it affects our communities. It affects uh, uh, the, uh, the lives of those. Uh, but we need to find a way to be involved without um, without uh, making it our identity and not basing our our worth and our value and our political opinions. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know, and obviously, talk about this in, in the book. It is. It makes it so much easier for politicians and political parties if you do treat them as brands, if you do treat oh, them interesting. Yeah. as uh, not things that you you are seeking to influence and vehicles, but like uh, uh, an identity marker itself. Mm -hmm. um, and, and we need to push back against that. And as Christians, we have every resource that we need to push back against that. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, this year is going to be a, it's going to be an opportunity. Um, <laughs> um, Dallas Willard was once counseling a friend who was having a, a serious challenge. And after the friend shared his challenge with, with Dallas, Dallas uh, paused and and what he told his friend was, um, this is going to be a test of your joyful confidence in the Lord. And wow. I feel like 2024 is going to be a test of our joyful confidence in the Lord. But yeah. that test is is an invitation. And it's an invitation that we could we could take up if we if we choose to do so. Yeah. Hey friends, just interrupting this conversation real quick to share about one of our amazing partners, Bite Toothpaste. Okay, have y'all seen the Bite Toothpaste bits? They are so cool. It's these dry toothpaste tablets and they are so simple. You just pop a bit in your mouth, chew it up, start brushing. It will turn to paste just like that and it's exactly what you're used to, but no plastic tube or mess. They are made with clean ingredients and are sulfate-free, palm oil-free, and glycerin-free, which is awesome. So many commercial toothpastes have harsh chemicals, artificial flavors, and preservatives in them. So Bite is a better way to go. I am all for cleaner options that are also less messy. Bite also makes plastic-free alternatives for everything on your bathroom sink, like toothpaste, mouthwash, toothbrushes, and deodorant. So you can cut out the harsh chemicals and plastic waste. The Bite bits come in sleek, refillable glass bottles and jars that look amazing on your counter. They send refills and compostable pouches, so they're better for our bodies and our our earth. Bite is offering our friends 20% off your first order. Go to trybite.com slash that sounds fun or use the code that sounds fun at checkout to claim this deal. That's T-R-Y-B-I-T-E dot com slash that sounds fun. And one more amazing partner I get to tell you about, ZocDoc. Y'all know I've been sorting out some health things lately, which has meant getting input from a few extra experts and needing to schedule more appointments than normal. The whole hunting for a new doctor thing can be so frustrating if you think you found the right one, but then you can't get an appointment with them for months, or if you find one really close to where you live, but they don't take your insurance. Listen, you can skip that headache, and ZocDoc will help you find and book the doctor who is right for you. And takes your insurance. ZocDoc is a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated, patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat almost any condition you're searching for. These docs all have verified reviews from actual, real patients. And the average wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 and 48 hours. You can even score same-day appointments. I've used ZocDoc, and it is so helpful. Go to ZocDoc.com slash that sounds fun and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com slash that sounds fun. ZocDoc.com slash that sounds fun. All right. We all know the way our hair or skin look can sway our mood and impact our day. If one of them feels off, it just feels like the day is starting off on the wrong foot. I've never found beauty products that really fit my personal hair goals, but ever since I switched to a custom hair and skin routine with pros, I've noticed so many benefits, healthier, shinier hair and healthier skin too. 
With pros, personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. For example, my custom shampoo and conditioner, which I love, they formulate to make my hair more manageable, shiny, hydrated. It's amazing, y'all. They truly deliver. Pros is better for the planet, too. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. They even have a review and refine tool, which learns from my feedback, adjusts my formula to keep up with the seasons and changes in my life, the city that I'm living in. It is amazing, you guys. Pros is so confident that they'll bring out your best hair and skin that they're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order. You guys, 5-0. 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash that sounds fun. So you get your free consultation and then you get 50% off at pros.com slash that sounds fun. This is the season to try pros if you have not tried them before. Pros.com slash that sounds fun. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash that sounds fun. Okay, now back to our conversation with Michael. That sounds fun. I don't know how on purpose you did this. I hope, I, I assume it was that like, okay, here's the spirit of our politics in January. So it mm-hmm. kind of gives us six months, five months before it gets real loud. I mean, I think yes. the Republican primary is July. Well, yeah. So the conventions will be in the summer. Um, and so my, my, the, uh, the book releases on the date of the New Hampshire primary. So, I, oh, so tomorrow well done. is the New tomorrow. Hampshire primary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so. I'm going to ask you to do this in a couple of categories. Tell us, so we're getting spirit of our politics. We're going to read it. My encouragement is buy one for your pastor, buy one for yourself and buy one for your pastor, just to give him, just to give him or her a resource that says, I believe this is going to be hard for you. Here is one resource that says I support you. Right. Yes. Yes. Um, How do we prep this year as we're reading the book? How do we prep in prayer for this political year? Oh, I love that question. There are a number of ways. I think in the congregational context, and I know churches have different uh, uh, kinds of services and different opportunities. Uh, I would really encourage pastors uh, and churches to think about how to routinize prayer for the election, for the political environment, for civic leaders, in their church services, because here's what happens. Oh, interesting. Like starting now, not waiting till November. Right. Starting now. Because what happens is if you're if you're doing it regularly, then you you are in the place of doing it reactively. And the problem wow. is, is that uh, if you're not doing it regularly, uh, then something happens in the news and you know, pastors' inboxes are bombarded with demands. You, you you must address this. And there are social media campaigns. If your church doesn't speak out about this issue, leave the church. Um, yep. And so then the pastor's in the position of saying, well, if I even generally, if I, if I, if I mention our government, uh, it seems like I'm picking a side. Um, uh, and that, and then things get really can get really really tough. It's seen as yeah. a statement as opposed to something flowing out of scripture itself. Right. Um, right. And so again, that won't be possible in every context, depending on how services are arranged. But I'll just tell you, I've been personally blessed by uh, the it, 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 at my in my church through different administrations um, during. You know, prayers uh, uh, during so not during the sermon, but during, you know, prayer time, um, uh, we have prayed by name for Donald J. Trump and Joseph Biden. Um, And uh, it's been so uh, freeing and so um it says to the community of believers that we are standing in a different place than partisan politics when we think about government. Mm. Um, and so, so that's, that's one way to think about it uh, through, through, um, uh, through the congregation. I, I think um, for, so there's a chapter in my book directed specifically to pastors and parents 
And I think that was obviously intentional. I think pastors and parents have both been under a great deal of stress and burden as uh, because of our politics. I also think they're in God ordained offices of dignity that we desperately need um, if we're going to navigate the season successfully. Um, And so um, uh, for, for parents, I'd be thinking about um, how, how you can over the course of this year, make sure that your children don't get the impression that uh, when you talk about Christian things, um, uh, the political is somehow that that the Christian things are somehow too pure for the political. Uh, wow. And when you're talking about political things, uh, that politics isn't so corrupt that uh, or, so corrupt or so practical that Christianity has nothing to offer there. Yeah. So politics offers so many opportunities to to point out things about the kingdom of God and about human nature that will actually empower your kids and your own and and embolden your kids in your own faith. Um, uh, When I think too often we allow these political issues to actually... um, uh, to, to, to undermine our confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so that would be in, you know, so think about how you're praying together as, as, as a family. And then the, the last thing I'd mention is um, I have during a number of election, uh, presidential election cycles, um, formed a group, a politically diverse group of, mm-hmm. of people uh, to pray of friends to pray together throughout oh, privately. Wow. We don't make a big to do about it, but right. we pray together um, as a friend group. And as, as people who um, uh, again, who disagree politically and to have that group praying on a regular basis throughout the election cycle, it means that when we're in other conversations about politics, we're not talking about, quote unquote, the other side in a removed way. We're thinking about our friends whom we share common prayers with, not just personal prayers for our family and health, but for the nation. Um, And that's that's been uh, a very powerful thing in my life as well. That's really helpful. I'm um I'm sitting here thinking I'm doing marketing for you because I'm sitting here being like you should make a prayer guide that yeah, comes yeah. with when you purchase the book you can download a prayer guide because I would print that out and hang it up in my house <laughs> yeah. because well, I also I'm, t- I'm like, taking I, notes yeah, yeah, yeah. please do because yeah. I'm like man I, a thing I have not done Michael I if I did it in the last election cycle my Dory memory does not remember but um if I pray for the candidates by name yes. Everything yes. changes when you pray for someone. Yes. And so yes. I can pray for the one I have a lean toward and I can pray for the one I have a lean away. Yes. And and it will change me <laughs> I agree. if I am praying for both of them. And yes. so and so as we see who that ends up being, which is predicted, but you, I mean, who, who yeah, can know? Yeah. This world is crazy. But I, I think, man, if we just prayed them, both of them by name. Yeah. Or three of them if we can get RFK in there. Let's go. Yeah, Come on, yeah, RFK. Yeah, right. I was um I was at a church in Oklahoma and before I spoke, the pastor led the church in an exercise, and this was during the twenty sixteen election, and he uh-huh. put up childhood photos and like now looking back, it seems it, it should have been obvious what he was doing, but really it felt we, we didn't know what it was. Yeah. And he put up childhood photos of Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton on the screen. Wow. And um and he asked he asked his the members of his congregation to think about um, you know, by by that point in the race, they had become both of them had become so dehumanized. So yeah. and he said, you know, think think about um the prayers that their parents had for these children Um, and think about, and it it was a very uh, powerful 
uh, our politicians, and we talk about politics as if those in elected office or those running for elected office are like soulless machines. Yeah. Right. And I, I know some of the, you know, I've been in settings with, and they have the same insecurities. They have the yeah. same sort of uh, uh, aspirations that like you and I have. Um, and that doesn't mean we they also have responsibilities. They shouldn't be excused for everything. But if we could just remember that, that these are that these are human beings with uh, with their own personal stories, um, and not give ourselves the permission to dehumanize them or the people who support them in our lives, right. Um, right. then. then I don't mean to make this a very practical thing, but sometimes people want to hear, well, what's the practical side of that? Yes. And I'll tell you, I think the practical side of it is you'll be much more likely to gain a hearing with with people when you treat them as though they have some positive motivations for doing what yes. they're doing, yes. as opposed to immediately condemning everyone who disagrees with right. you politically. Right. Um, right. That, that That's not really a conversation opener yeah. or an open door to persuasion. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it feels easy. When I sit here talking to you, I'm like, man, it's true. I like, like hearing from my friends who believe different than me. Yeah. And then when we're sitting at Thanksgiving, I'm like, are you, are you insane? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I like, I can, I can feel it in yes. me and I am the, one of the least confrontational politically people that yes. I'm friends with and I feel it rise up in me yeah. and think, how could you, how could you think that way? Yes. And so, so be practical with my brain for a minute, Michael, because yeah. it is only going to get louder for me. And yeah. for our friends listening, as we see people post on Instagram and Facebook, as we see people, because I have a fa an Instagram friend that I want to be like, stop doing that right now. Yeah. Already, January, I'll be like, stop it. Yes. Stop. That is not nice. Yeah. What do we do? Do we still stay quiet? Do we reach out to our friends? Is it face to face? Do we leave a comment? What's... What do we it's do? So, it, I, I, it so depends on the relationship you have with that person. Yeah. There, there's fair. a section... There's a section... Um, um, I have a chapter in the book on gentleness. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, I, and I chose gentleness because to me, even more than, you know, self-control or love, gentleness seems like the thing that you, wow. that you say. And, and people just say, I, I don't see how that could play a role in politics at all. Like if politics seems antithetical to anything, it's gentleness. And yeah. um, uh, I, I, I talk in that chapter about this. Um, when we engage with people in politics, um, we, we need to be careful that we're considering um, not just our own self-expression, but what we intend, and more importantly, what God intends to do with and for that person. Wow. And so even a right correction or a right rebuke is undermined uh, if it is not done with the intention not to condemn that person, but to help that person. Uh let, let me just, so I, I think this is, if there was one idea, one mental image that people could, um, that people came away with my, uh, from my book with, that I think would transform our politics, our own lives. Um, Bonhoeffer in his book, Life Together, mm -hmm. has this beautiful idea that when Christians meet, we never meet one-on-one. -on -one that Jesus always stands in the yeah. in the midst of us and yeah. between us and he says because of that the christian never seeks to act on his brother or sister uh, but Jesus wow. mediates our interaction with one another and wow. so we don't need to coerce uh we don't need to uh bully we don't need to 
um, act out of scarcity or feel like if 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 we can't get the person to do what we want, we won't get what we need. No, yeah. Jesus provides for us. And just imagine how our politics would change. Imagine how our relationships would change if we carried that idea into political conversations. Mm-hmm. If if um, when that person who raised that view that we disagree with, if we didn't see it as our responsibility to, you know, if no, if if I don't step in to correct them, then they'll be lost. Or, you know, um, uh, what if we turn to Jesus? For, Jesus, what are you, what is your intention for this person yeah. and this conversation and this yeah. moment? And yeah. sometimes that will lead us to, Engage. Sometimes that will lead us to intervene, and sometimes it will lead us in a in a in a in a different direction. We'll we'll sense in discernment with the Holy Spirit yeah. that an intervention at this moment is not going to be serving this poor this person or anyone else around them. And yes. and you get that feeling on social media sometimes too. Like I I I sense, and I'm not perfect, but sometimes I'll reach out to someone. Hey, that. That tweet, it didn't seem like you. I, yeah. Like, but, but there are other times where you just go, oh, this person is going through something. And if yeah. I try to sort of intervene at this point, they're not going to receive it as as an right. aid. They're going to receive right. it as an attack, you know? Yeah, that's um, right. So, yeah. I mean, that is, I, when I tell, oh, here, let me get my button. We have a mind blown button. <laughs> it says, wowie zowie. Because I have, when I tell you, I've never thought about gentleness being a fruit of the spirit. I've said it every time I made the list. I have never thought about asking God to increase my gentleness yes, when yes, it yes. comes to how I view and respond to my friends politically. Yeah, and so, I mean, honestly, the thing I want to do is I have a friend I want to call and be like, hey, if you're going to do this, you got to lead with gentleness. Because yeah, people often will yeah. talk about leading with love. And then yes. they say, but love tells the truth. Right, Love right, right. can be hard. Well, yeah, there's, yeah. with gentleness, there's no excuse. Gentleness right. is gentleness. Yes. And so, and that is a fruit of the Spirit. Don't get us preaching, everybody listening. Yes. Don't get me and Michael preaching. That is a fruit of the Spirit. And right, and it's that... The idea uh, of the fruit of the spirit is not like you you pick your favorite one. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know? That's right. Like, the idea, no, this is the character of Christ. This yes. is what we're trying to step into, and it's not. Oh, you know, I I'm I'm majoring in self control, uh, yeah. but joy. Yeah. You know, I'm just too. The world is too crazy for joy. Yeah. No, yeah. no, and and this isn't to be a burden on people. Uh, it, it, we all have different makeups, and some things are easier than others. But it is again like an. Um, uh, we we need to have confidence that the kind of life Jesus is inviting us into isn't a gauntlet or some kind of a tease that Jesus mm-hmm. wants it more for us than we want it for ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and 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 if, if we could actually uh, view Jesus um, as someone that we could talk to, you know, I'm, I'm struggling with anger. You know, yeah. what, Jesus, what would you have me do so that we could work on this anger issue together and I could put it away? Yes. Jesus wants to have that conversation with you. Yes. Um, yes. That th- That is, it, it's not, it's not a challenge that is put out for you to go deal with yourself or ignore right. or feel guilty about. N- n- no, this is life with Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation one more time to share about one of our amazing partners, Ritual. Y'all know getting vitamin D is important, but did you know that 97% of women ages 19 to 50 are not getting enough of it from their diet? Yikes. The shorter days right now don't help either, but Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% in a clinical study. It's made with high-quality ingredients and nine traceable key nutrients. So you just take two capsules a day, and their capsules have this minty essence in every bottle that I love. It helps keep it fresh and it helps make taking multivitamins every day actually 
enjoyable. Plus, it's also soy-free, gluten-free, vegan-friendly, and formulated without GMOs. It also has a delayed release design to help make it gentle on an empty stomach. Ritual is a female-founded B Corp, meaning they are holding themselves accountable to not just their company's financial health, but also the health of the people that are taking their things and our planet. Ritual is essential for women. 18 plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 40% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash that sounds fun. This offer is only available Available through January 31st. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash that sounds fun for 40% off. Y'all, I recently placed a Thrive Market order for my place in New York so that I'd have all the essentials stocked in the pantry and refrigerator when I'm there. And I want you to hear what I saved as a Thrive member. Okay, I got protein shakes, creamer, chips, soaps, and some other things, you know, all the necessary things. I spent $70 and saved $33.39. Y'all, that is so much money. It's seriously so easy. It also shipped right to my door. Plus, I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods, and they have an online filtering system that allows you to sort based on what you're looking for. So if you're hunting for gluten-free options or dairy-free snacks, you can curate your own shopping experience really easily. They always have a deals page, too, that you can look through as well. Oh, I love it. And when you join Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. It's awesome. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Just go to thrivemarket.com slash that sounds fun and get 30% off your first order plus that free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash that sounds fun. Thrivemarket.com slash that sounds fun. And now back to finish up our conversation with Michael. I want you to give us a little bit of hope about this election as well. I'm going to quote you to you okay. and then give us a little bit of hope because you say, um, it se- I'm, I'm spoiling the end of the book, everyone. Sorry. It seems improbable now with our politics as sick as it is, our illusions dispelled and our plans thwarted. The old political answers that once captivated our attention now seem inadequate. There is such disappointment. It can feel like we have reached our end. What future is there for our politics, for our churches, for us? When will our politics provide us with the right answers? It is there at our end that we find a new beginning. What is the new beginning that's happened in the last 20 years? I mean, this is not the election of my 20s. These are not the elections of my early 30s. These last three elections have been very different. Yes. So if something that we thought was good has ended, what's the hope of the new beginning in this season of politics when it feels like nothing good has begun? Yeah. Um, The new beginning is the opportunity to recognize now what has always been true, which is that um, our politics is not the answer. It is it is vital. God moves through history, and Christians uh, in politics and in other spheres of life can be a part of partnering with God in advancing yes. His kingdom. Yes. But when we, uh, with the illusions that our politics uh, is going to solve all of our problems for us with that collapsed I, I think I think it's very difficult to find people now who go oh yeah oh yeah I think I think we're just a, a right. couple a couple elections away from just taking care of this thing um, yeah. <laughs> I would love actually, to meet that person I right, bet they're super yeah, fun yeah. at parties right, that is yeah. who I want to be next to at parties yeah yeah but we we can actually free ourselves and free our politics from the burden wow. of pretending as if and forcing our our politicians to pretend as if they could do what they cannot, and instead just yes. view politics as so so uh, so. Uh, Willard um, describes um, a, a kingdom generally as as the range of your effective will. 
And so God's kingdom is the range of his effective will. And yet each of us have our own kingdoms, those areas of our life in which basically what we say goes. And politics is within the range of our effective will. And I love thinking about politics in this way because what it does is it, to me, it rightly situates it. We have to be involved in politics because as citizens in this country, we already have political influence. Politics is already within the range of our effective will. And yet, though some political influence is within the range of our effective will, uh, uh, there is so much that happens in our politics, actually the vast, vast majority of it, it's not what we say goes. So what we say goes applies to how we cast our vote. It applies to how we deal with others in political conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're actually able to free ourselves from this idea that um, it all rises and falls with our political opinion that, um, y- you know, uh, if... if um, if 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 i um if if i show up at that protest everything is going to change or if i'm not able to show up at the school board meeting everything's going to collapse no we're yeah. we're actually just a- able to have a rightly sized approach to our role not just in politics but in in life you, you know there there's been a really healthy like theological development in many evangelical churches to separate this idea um that uh, we are judged based on outcomes as opposed yeah. to faithfulness. And yet politics yeah. is this one area where we have not extended that logic. We think yes. actually, we actually think the outcomes are, are sort of the thing that we're, we're, we're judged on, but no, yeah. God is just asking for us to be faithful with the limited influence we have. Um, so, yeah. And I think the thing I have to work on in me is believing that the people I don't agree with are doing that too. That they are bringing. Do I actually believe that everyone who votes next to me on either side, that I that maybe we all go to the same church, we all show up to vote at the same time, we vote for three different candidates for president? Do I believe that they have been as thoughtful toward their decision as I have? Yeah. And that's that's what I have to. If I'm going to bring gentleness to this party, then I have to believe that they have been as thoughtful as I have been. Right. Or at least that it's possible, you know, without without no that it's possible that they have arrived to their conclusions with the level of thoughtfulness and faithfulness that that you have. Um, yes, I, I think there are certainly like some circumstances where once you get to know someone, you know, there are just determinations made. Wow, the path that they took to get where they went. Um, uh, not a good one. Like I don't want to yeah, walk sure. down that path. But sure. but yes, there are people voting diametrically opposed to you who are doing so for you know equally faithful reasons that you are, and and yeah. that we need to be able to um, uh, provide other believers with that benefit of the doubt until proven otherwise. You know. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah. That's beautiful, Michael. I can't wait for people to get, I mean, then go ahead and order it today and it'll be there tomorrow. So that's yes. exactly, I mean, what a gift to start our year this way. I I really, I, I cannot control anyone. I can barely control myself. But I really hope that this year, and it, we may be getting you back in here to do something with us, but I really hope this year that we can, as a community of That Sounds Fun, uh, be really thoughtful politically. Yeah. And and land in different places. I'm not yes. asking everybody to vote like me, but yes. we can land wherever. But just believing, like I bet that I bet that other person who's friends with Annie too, is being thoughtful about their decision. Yes, and we have yes. landed in different places, but but we're all going to be feasting with the yes. lamb. We're Amen. all going to be eating that ravioli, We're all. that <laughs> heavenly ravioli. If we all believe in Jesus, that is the backbone. That That's is the it. rest of its ribs. The rest of its and, ribs. And 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 I'll be holding the the pasta cutter. That's yeah, it. Yeah, 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 he's yeah, yeah, putting yeah. you to work. He's putting That's you right. to work. That's right. Um, yeah. Would is there anything we didn't say? You want to make sure that we say? Oh, uh, I don't think so. I think we I think we covered I think we covered the 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 right the right ground. Yeah. Will you tell people a little bit how to keep up with you, but also how to keep up with the Center for Christianity and Public Life? Because I think that's a really Thank helpful you. resource. Yeah, now I should have. Yeah, I should have. No, no, no. So, I was going to yeah. ask you. Yeah. So, I uh, so, uh, so yeah. So, um, I'm the founder and president of an organization called the Center for Christianity and Public Life. It is uh, a new nonprofit. We just hit a year. 
Um, and, and it is, uh, in many ways, the book will introduce people to the work we do and why we do it, the spirit with yeah. which we do it. Um, and so people can learn more about us at ccpubliclife.org. Um, and we have wonderful staff, a wonderful board. It's been, um, we hold an annual summit that's just been, uh, we, we held the first in, in November and it was just, uh, an incredible experience and would love for folks who feel like, um, you know, I believe that Christian Christianity has to have something to offer the public, but I'm just not quite sure of the words. I'm not quite sure of, of, of what that is. Would love yeah. for you to plug into our organization um, and, uh, and, and learn more. And, and folks yeah. could do that uh, by visiting the website and reaching out. It's a very helpful Instagram follow as well for everyone. We'll, we'll make sure they can find it really easily. Okay. Um, okay, I got two more questions for you, then we'll be yeah. done. Great. Number one. Is RFK going to be on the ballot? Do you think he's got it? Is there a th is any third party person ever going to actually get on a nationwide ballot? So the um, the the efforts to keep third party candidates off the ballot are so intense. Yeah, lots um, of money, lots of money put toward and, it, um, and so. I, I I don't know. I'd kind of be surprised if, you know, RFK was on the ballot in California. I mean, you kind of want to assume someone's putting this much effort, their home, yeah. you know, um, uh, but the, the barriers to entry are very, are very so high. high. So, so yeah. I, that's actually what I'm not, I don't really have a strong, strong yeah. prediction on it. Um, you know, between RFK, Cornell West, uh, yeah. Jill, Stein, you know, it could, it, it, we'll see how it shakes out. It, it, we could have more, you know, known candidates on the ballot yeah. than we've had in a long time, but so the barriers to entry are pretty, pretty high. Yeah. yeah. It's really fascinating. I've, I've never experienced, I think part of this is thanks to the internet because there are so many independent journalists now yeah. who are doing real trustworthy work, but are not connected to, uh, broadcast network Yes, and they are showing us more than the two. Right. Yes. And so I've I have found it very interesting to to watch that this year. Yes. Uniquely. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I think so. Um, will you finish, if you don't mind, would you finish this out by praying Dallas Willard's prayer that y'all do on um, where we are? I think that'd be a beautiful way to end this episode. Yeah. No. I I'd love to. And so this is uh, this is Dallas Willard's uh, rendition of the the lord's prayer um i believe it's it comes from the divine conspiracy and i've just found it to be incredibly helpful in my in my own personal life and then uh we've made it sort of a mainstay on the podcast so yeah let's let's do that dear father always near us may your name be treasured and loved may your rule be completed in us May your will be done here on earth in just the way it is done in heaven. Give us today the things we need today and forgive us our sins and impositions on you as we are forgiving all who in any way offend us. Please don't put us through trials, but deliver us from everything bad because you are the one in charge yes. and you have all the power and the glory too is all yours forever which is just the way we want it. Yeah. Now, uh, Annie, just one. So, um, so one thing that Dallas says as a sort of postscript to this is he says, uh, you know, um, uh, a translation, you know, into this sort of language of amen is not sort of a perfect, but he goes, you know, what I will sometimes do uh, that I really think captures the spirit of it is uh, Dallas would end this prayer with whoopee. Uh, and so some, sometimes we haven't done that on the podcast yet, uh, but sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll end with a, with a whoopee and that, that puts a, puts a, a, a kick to the start of my day. Um, so, 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 so whoopee. Yeah. Whoopee. Thank yeah. you, Michael. Thank you. Thank you, Annie. Good to be with you. Oh, you guys. 
Isn't he the best? He's so smart. The gentleness thing? The gentleness thing. Why have I never thought of that? Wowie Zowie. 100% Wowie Zowie. Make sure you grab a copy of The Spirit of Our Politics. It comes out tomorrow, but get one for yourself. Get one for your pastor, your spiritual leader, your spouse, your friends. Get This is a great book to help us walk into this year together. And that is the goal, is we walk in and we walk out together. And make sure you are subscribed to the Where We Are podcast. Truly one of my daily must listens. It is so good. It is so good. And that prayer, right? Oh, that prayer. Oh, I just loved it. Absolutely loved it. Make sure you're following Michael on social media. Tell him thanks so much for being on the show again. If you have any questions for me from this episode, just drop them in the Q&A box if you're listening on Spotify, or you can DM them to us at That Sounds Fun Podcast, or leave a comment along with the post from this episode, whatever is easiest for you. We'll try to answer all those questions over there. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, back home in Nashville, all the places you may need me. That is how you can find me. And I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home. Do something that sounds fun to you, and I will do the same. Today, what sounds fun to me, you know it's sleeping in my own bed. After a couple of weeks in Rwanda, I am glad to be home. Y'all have a great week. We'll see you back here on Thursday with our first of monthly experiences with our good buddy, Eddie Koffeltz. We're going to do a year in review to celebrate our 10th anniversary of That Sounds Fun. So coming on Thursday, Eddie and I are going to review for you 2014, the year the podcast started. We'll see y'all then. That sounds fun. That sounds fun. Oh, that sounds fun.